Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. And so I have the honor today of having a wonderful woman in with me in the studio, Shanna. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, so you are someone that is very, very inspiring, woman of God. You know, when I joined your Bible study months prior, I was like, wow, I admire this woman so much. And I'm just so oh. thankful to know you and your family and just be blessed by y'all. And so we thank get to you, hear man. your story now. Let's go to the beginning. What was your upbringing like, your childhood? You know, what did, did you grow up in church? What did that look like? Well, um, I was born and raised in Fort Walton Beach here locally on the Emerald Coast. Um, rare. That's rare. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> made it very far. Okaloosa <laughs> County to Walton County. Um, I got married right out of high school. There mm -hmm. wasn't a whole lot of stuff to do in Fort Walton. Yeah. So um, I got married at 19 and had yeah. five kids. Wow. I was married for 10 years. Wow. And uh, it was it was a long journey because uh, it was the wrong person yeah. that I was with. And I didn't listen to my parents. And yeah. so I was alone with this person who, uh, he was abusive emotionally and yeah. physically, but you know, fear keeps you trapped in that right. mindset. So, yeah. um, you know, the recession happened in 2008 and he lost his father and he lost his business. Mm -hmm. And then he, he slowly lost his mind and he went from being controlling um, in an emotionally abusive to really over the top where he's, he's actually in prison for 15 years now. Wow. And well, so if we can, let's, let's pause right there and kind of yeah. go, what led up to you getting married so early or not that there's wrong with anyone getting married early, mm -hmm. but you know, you were like, I didn't list my parents. Yeah. You know, what was that setting like? Absolutely. I was so rebellious. I didn't know my identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. I had no direction. I didn't know who yeah. I was. And, uh, the moment I met, um, this man, he swept me off my feet. He wooed me and, yeah. Oh, I don't want you to work. I'll take care of you. And, um, be a stay-at-home mom and I'll take care of you. But the moment I got pregnant, it was like a switch went off. And he's like, no, your parents aren't good enough. Your family isn't good enough. Wow. Your, your friends don't have anything in common with us anymore. So yeah. um, it's just going to be you and I, and we're just going to have a, a boy and a girl. And yeah. And I was like, okay, I was naive enough to believe it and yeah. felt stuck because I was now pregnant. Yeah. And, uh, and we where were your parents they were, At they were this, here. Yeah. Everyone, all of my family is still here scattered throughout Crestview and Destin. Yeah. And what yeah. were they, where were they at this time of you, you oh. know, getting into this territory? Yeah. They tried to, I mean, they would show up at my front door and like bring gifts and mm -hmm. want to visit. Um, and if I spoke to them on the phone for too long, he would break all of my cell phones. And yeah, wow. so it yeah. started a lot of fights. If my family did try, my mom always did welfare checks, you know, yeah. they would call the Department of Children and Families and yeah. show up at my front door to check on me because wow. I wasn't allowed to see them. I was really confined yeah. for a long time. I really, and just when I thought when I was 18, I didn't know my identity. I really lost my identity and who I was and yeah. felt hopeless. And that this is my life, barefoot and pregnant. Um, yeah. I have a 19, 18, 17 15 year old today. Yeah. It's her birthday. Oh, that's um, right. And then 12 year old. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so leading up, I mean, that was my family tried their hardest to be a part of my life, but I, I felt like it was unsafe for me to communicate with them. So I listened to the authority of my husband at that time. Yeah. And, uh, going back to 2008, fast forwarding, um, he started working for, um, a company where he was chauffeuring people around and it took Mm -hmm. one customer to ask, do you know where to get cocaine? And he said, I do. Wow. Yeah. So he drove down. Um, and this is crazy. Yeah, this is yeah. like soap so, opera. Whoa. It, it is. It's like a lifetime movie yeah. that turned into a snap Jerry TV show. Springer, honestly. Like, yeah. whoa, what is going on? Oh gosh. So, so yeah, that kind of planted an idea in his mind now that he's yeah. lost his business. He's lost his father. He doesn't have direction and doesn't have hope. But he has children. Jesus. He has you and the kids. He has me and the kids. Yeah. yeah. But he had cheated over and over again. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, we're young and dumb. And so we stay because yeah. we feel like that's, you know, what we have to do to right. be the glue of the family. And yeah, so he started doing cocaine behind my back, but I could tell a difference. Like his beautiful brown eyes, I could see that there was this darkness behind it. And so I went through um, his vehicle and I found evidence of what he was doing. And when I approached him with it, he um, threatened to, you're going to send me up the river. You're going to come down with me kind of thing. Mm. I I tried to leave him several times. Yeah. Um, So you, you can't leave. You can't do anything. I don't like you are. Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm in charge of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And my youngest was born in 2008 too. Mm -hmm. So that was really tough. She, um, she's what really brought me to Christ is when I found out he was cheating on me and I was pregnant with her, I could not do this anymore. I, um, had an appointment for an abortion in Pensacola and I could not follow through with the abortion. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Absolutely. I call her my little evangelistic baby. Um, I picked up my precious moments Bible that I had as a little girl and the words finally jumped off the page and right into my heart. Like there was a veil over my Bible all of these years and I was never able to understand until that time. And so during that pregnancy, I read the entire Bible until I got to Revelations and I was like, okay, this is, yeah. And then the shack came out and I read the entire book of the shack and that was, yeah. Um, my time where I was growing and learning and I'd put on the 700 club in the mornings and watch these and boy, it would upset my ex-husband so much. He hated that I would, was being fed the word and uh, being changed. I mean, so silly. And at least, you know, in my opinion, just because you are obviously you weren't your own person in his eyes, but at the same time, what you read and what you watch, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, he wouldn't even let you call your family. So, I mean, there's no, yeah. Yeah. Normalcy and of course, he, a lot of he was probably being influenced by the opposite spirit that yeah, I was being right. pulled to. Yeah. So it was a long journey. So when um, he lost his job and started working for this other company that introduced him to drugs, yeah. um, that's when things really turned sour. Yeah. And I had called my dad and I said, Dad, I'm afraid for my life. I couldn't call my mom because I know my mom would have called yeah. the Department of Children and Families. It gotten, you know? Moms don't play. Yeah, moms, moms don't, don't play around. I mean, I feel like my sister's a good bit younger than me and I feel like I'm kind of her second mom and I don't play around when it comes to my sister. Like, yeah. nope. Like I've broken up with people over my sister. I'm like, you don't treat her well. This is just not going to work. So moms yeah. don't, not that I'm even a mom, but moms don't play around. That's right. So I called my dad who is very just passive and like, okay, thanks for letting me know what's going on. Oh, um, <laughs> it's casual. Yeah. Uh. But I just, I was afraid for my life. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so I shared that with my dad and a week goes by where he is so high on cocaine that I am being abused Mm -hmm. every day. But that last day, it was like five hours of being tortured. And you Um, have your little one. You're pregnant with your little one. No, this was, I had already had her. So she was a few months old. Not that that makes it better, but just time wise. She was a few months old. And the whole time that this abuse is happening behind closed doors, like all the other children are in the living room and they're knocking on the door. Mommy, can you make us breakfast? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, mommy's busy. She'll be out soon. No, I was being beaten to death. And um, yeah, so finally the baby woke up and... um, I went out to go make breakfast for the kids and I had some PSD just making scrambled eggs because that's what I was doing. And he was hovering over me the whole time saying, this is the last thing you're going to do. Um, Oh my God. Because he was going to cut me up in little pieces and burn me with battery acid. Like this is the things he was saying. This made it into the Destin log in the Northwest Daily News. Headline was 27-year-old Destin man tortures wife with battery acid and chainsaw. And uh, it was terrible. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it really takes you hitting rock bottom before you are like, Jesus, I need you. Um, yeah. So, but I didn't understand that relationship yet. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. So going back to that day where um, I'm lucky to be alive and um, that's where I consider my new life began. Yeah. Praise God. Is, no, mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't even see this, you know, happening yeah. to you because you're such a strong, yeah. you that's know, passion. now yeah. says. So, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to pick up the nuggets here where, where we left off. So, um, you know how God gives us free will mm-hmm. and he, I, that was my free will to right. choose to live that lifestyle yeah. until I hit rock bottom and nobody else could save me. And, um, my, my children were taken from me. He's in prison for 15 years and yeah. here I am 27 years old with five kids and I have to start life over again yeah. and I don't know where to start. So I worked at restaurants and I'm like, this isn't, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And, um, I ended up getting on my knees and cursing at God. God, I don't know what to do. I am trying on my own and I need you. And he opened up a door that very next week. And I ended up at Hosanna House, which Mm -hmm. is a nine-month program here in Destin, Florida, for women to to get a backbone again, to spiritually grow in the Lord and get a strong foundation. praise God. That is awesome. So I was there for two years, not nine months. And she really took us in under her wing and um, gave me what I needed, a place to stay, a resume. I worked at the tax collector's office, had a real job. Um, I was able to get my children back within nine months. And that's where we had Bible study every Wednesdays. And that's where our road to redemption kind of started was there um, in Hosanna House. And... um, yeah, I just took someone to give us an opportunity um, and a chance to start over. And uh, God is good. He has redeemed and restored everything that I lost Yeah, a hundredfold. I'm married now to a husband who adopted all five of my children. Yes, yeah. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. When I was told that, I just was like, that is, that is, God is so good. And for that to happen is amazing. That's yeah. so inspirational. So Ooh. we just talked about how Todd, your husband. Yeah. Adopted your children, mm-hmm. adopted all five. Yeah. And so what did this new relationship, Hosanna House was huge. I mean, praise God for that. Yeah. Um, and so what did this new relationship with Christ look like as you're piecing this life back together? Well, while I was at Hosanna House, I was still growing in mm-hmm. um, my identity in Christ. Yeah. And um, 
learning that I really am a daughter of the most high God and I am loved and I'm truly forgiven because I walked, you know, I had joined destiny in 2010, but I had so much shame, Mm -hmm. so much guilt for being a divorced mom of five children. Yeah. And, uh, I was embarrassed to come to church because I would have all five of my kids following behind me like little ducklings. And I got so many comp comments. Oh, are all those your children or all? And yeah. like, you know, eventually I got kind of snarky. Oh no, they looked hungry. So I just picked them up and you know, yeah. well, because you just want to brush. You're like, why? It's just not something you want to deal with. Well, yeah. it's because I didn't know I was confined yeah. for all those years. I never left the house to do any of the grocery shopping. Oh wow. I never left. He did all of that. Yeah. And so here I am getting out in the real world again, learning how to speak to adults, learning how yeah. to work in the real world again. Cause I had three jobs when I was 18. I loved to work. And, yeah. um, now, and I went from a stay at home mom, not working, not talking to adults. Like my language was goo goo gaga and like raising yeah. my children. So having to truly start over at a place like Hosanna house, again, they got me a resume that was able to give me a, a better job outside of a restaurant industry. Yeah. Um, and then clothes that were donated, you know, things that I needed as a single mom that had absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's honestly mind blowing. <laughs> like a lot of what you just said was mind blowing, Yeah. but in the best way in that Christ uses the mind blowing, uses the, I don't want to call it a soap opera, but you know, we had touched mm-hmm. on similar to soap opera. He uses that and channels that into, you know, furthering you to him, which I mean, it's mind blowing too, that God takes that and uses yeah. all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So and I felt like I was in a safe place mm-hmm. while I was there um, until my Boaz, you know, my yeah. dad came and, yeah. and swept me up. So how did y'all, how did y'all meet there? How did well, you meet Well, because you're definitely not supposed to be dating while you're there. You're supposed to be growing in the Lord. Right. But I had been there longer than the nine months that you're yeah. supposed to be. So she was like ready to push me she out was the like, door. Please like, please go, go find someone. Yeah. So she approved of him. She mm-hmm. actually baptized us in wow. the bay behind her house. She married us. Um, wow. Her name is Claire Ogle. So That's awesome. Um, she's my spiritual mama who um, is just a powerful woman. We broke off um, while the children were sleeping while we were there. We mm-hmm. prayed over the children. We broke off any generational bloodline curses over mm-hmm. them. And so my oldest, he really looks like his earthly father, but mm-hmm. he's got the heart of his Papa God, right. his heavenly father. And that's beautiful to see how the children, the things that they went through in this time where they were able to grow at Hosanna house as well and see how their mom has grown and changed and been impacted by God. It's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So their faith is of a different level than most children their age. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That is really, really awesome to not only grow in your faith, but then to see it multiply on your kids. God is carrying that over onto them. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I guess, what was life like, you know, new husband, all your children, they got adopted. You're now in Christ. How would you say your relationship with Christ became then? Mm. Cause I think sometimes people, at least women will go, okay, Jesus is my husband. Yeah. And then when they do have yeah. a husband, they're like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Well, Todd was raised Catholic mm-hmm. and I was raised Baptist. And so, um, he invited me to a Christmas event at his church that 
him and his father had went to in Destin. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't used to that. You right. know, the whole sitting and standing kind of thing. And I was yeah. like, I whispered over to him. I was like, you're going to come to my church next weekend. <laughs> and so he came to Destiny. And I yeah. remember just watching him look around and he was soaking it all in, staring at everybody. Yeah. What is and, this new world? Yeah. yeah. He was almost like, what is this? How Hitler with people like raising their hands, yeah. worshiping. And, right. And it's um, each denomination, you know, based on what you grew up on, they're all so different that sure. a lot of times you're like, I don't even know the difference between them. I just yeah. know they're different. Yes. So you kind of have this like barrier. Yeah. I can't go to a different thing or, I mean, ours is oh, not a nominational. Absolutely. So you kind of feel like you can't breach what you're already in. Yeah. But I think because Todd, he was so smitten by me, he would mm-hmm. say that he was willing to let those walls down and right. be open to that new environment. Yeah. And, uh, he thanks me for introducing him reintroducing him to Jesus and yeah. having that relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. Right. Yeah. So he thanks me for that. And so we grew together yeah. in the Lord. That's awesome. Um, which Praise is pre- God. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. So, you know, if you were in that place of abuse and darkness, what would you say to you? What would you say to younger Shanna? Mm. That's good because I I try and apply that to how I speak to my family now Mm because I kind of feel like a Jesus freak black sheep, but I can't apologize for that because I wouldn't be who I am and where I am today if it wasn't for Jesus. You are a living testimony Mm -hmm. of the power of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you came out of that and you're here now Mm -hmm. as strong and amazing as you are is just full on testimony of Jesus. So, But God did not create us to be on our own. You know, mm-hmm. he sent his son, Jesus. Right. And we're to yoke ourselves with Jesus and mm-hmm. give our burdens and our worries and our stress, our cares, everything. Yeah. And, ca- you know, share it with him. And so what I would tell my myself is to don't lose hope. Give all your worries. Or honestly, get on your knees and cry out to God because he is always there and he's a gentleman and he's not going to push himself on you. He gives yeah. us free will. And um, the moment you invite him in is when you will see things change drastically. Right. He's not going to push himself in your situation. You got to invite him into that situation yeah. and watch what he can do for you. And yeah. he gets all the glory because you know that you've been trying and strive and do it yourself. But the moment you honestly seek him with all of your heart is when things change. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's true though. You can, you can try all day long and, you know, try to make your own way and do it with finances, relationship, you know, jobs. I mean, every aspect of life you can do this with. Um, and even God, you can, you can be like, well, you know, I, I know how God works. I, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of act like he's a genie or, he follows your rules. And Absolutely. at the end of the day, your striving is never what mm-hmm. God can do. It's just, he's letting you do that until you realize that he is God. That's right. To put him at that place. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, that's amazing. I mean, I know there are people, there's a person out there that needs this, that's going through something that may not be as, I don't want to say crazy, but as, whoa, as you know, what we, but I mean, abuse happens. Abuse is real. And we want to give hope to those who are in that spot. Absolutely. Well, I hope this definitely inspires them to be bold yeah, and be courageous and 
don't feel defeated because you're not. And on the other side of fear is everything you've ever wanted. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Praise God. Praise God that you're here. Praise God that your family is so blessed and that the Lord just loves each and every one of us so yeah. much to not keep us where we are and to just go above and beyond with That's blessings. Right. Yep. Praise God. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this was Road to Redemption with Shanna, and we were so blessed to have her on. And three things we just recommend if you're in this spot, if you're wanting to know the Lord, we just really recommend opening the Bible, downloading the Bible app if you don't have a a page Bible and just, you know, get into the Word. Shanna had mentioned and so many others mentioned that that is a huge turning point is just knowing who God is. And so the second thing we talk about is finding a local church. They can help you. They can steward you. They can be with you. Um, Hosanna House was her local church for a long time. And I mean, look at the good that that did. And so we just really recommend finding a local church. And thirdly, we highly, highly say that you should join a small group at your church. They can help you do life. They can, they can be with you in those tough times and they can lift you up when you need that fellowship and you need that support. So we just really recommend those three things. And we're just so glad that you could turn it, tune into Road to Redemption. We're just amazingly blessed to be able to share this with you and all of our testimonies and that we know the Lord. And so we just pray that the Lord blesses all of you and that you have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to Road to Redemption sharing powerful life testimonies, getting hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have questions or comments, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.